You're listening to the Nerd Cave Network. This is Derek, Derek, Derek. Diamond, Diamond, Diamond. Experience! What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 118 of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast. As always, I am coming to you from the Gulf Coast of Pensacola, Florida. And today, you'll be hearing part one of a two-part special I'm doing on the Pensacola Blue Wahoos. For longtime listeners of this show, I did something similar last year, and with the season wrapping up, I wanted to kind of take another look into the organization. Uh, We just finished our fifth season I have a few new faces, which you'll be hearing from some of those in this episode and some in next week's. Today's episode will be looking into the world of creative services, promotions, media, and food and beverage. First, you'll be hearing from creative service manager Adam Waldron, media and public relations manager Mary Jane Gardner, executive chef Travis Wilson, promotions trainees Mel Bruce and Kelsey Hoffman, and it's kind of a little uh, spin around when I was interviewing Adam. He turned around and interviewed me, so you'll actually be hearing my thoughts on the season as well. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. Uh, it's been a great season, another great season working with the Blue Wahoos. We do still have playoffs starting next week, but it was nice to, uh, to celebrate the end of another very fun and successful season. But before we get to that, let me tell you about my close friends, the Unicorn Wranglers. The Unicorn Wranglers are an indie rock band based right here in Pensacola, Florida, and they are very important to this podcast, and that's because they supply the theme music you hear at the beginning and end of each episode. And the song you heard today is Twin Peaks from their album Murder Mystery Night, which you can find for free on Bandcamp. Just go to bandcamp.com and search for the Unicorn Wranglers, and you can find Murder Mystery Night for free. That's my favorite four-letter word, free. You can also find their EP Atomics on iTunes and Spotify. Follow them on social media. They're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Wranglers. And finally, be sure to check out their website, unicornwranglers.com. And without further ado, here is part one of my look into the world of the Blue Wahoos. Sitting here with my boss making his 10th <laughs> debut on the Derek Diamond Experience, creative service manager, creative service guru, Mr. Adam Waldron. How are you, I sir? I can't wait to celebrate the uh, the, cen- the centennial episode of my appearance. Uh, I know I'm 40 away, or, or what? No, I'm 90, 90 away. 90 away. 90 away, but uh, We'll I celebrate in about that. 92 more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so how's it going? It's going all right. The uh, rotator on the video board froze. That's kind of bummer. Well, it it, <laughs> it does that on occasion. Yeah, we're sitting in the Reds executive suite doing this. So, how's the season been? So this is your fifth year. This is my fifth season. I have had the lucky ability to be both or all three a, an intern, a trainee, and a full time uh, front office member. Um, this year was fun. 
uh, it we had we had a great time with all of our promotions. Um, we had a great time upstairs. So th- I think uh, this year we had a, a great great staff um, in both uh, areas uh, and in promotions. So I think it it made everything a lot easier. And uh, you know I thought we did some pretty cool things this year. Now for those who may be new to the show, how did you get your job with the Wahoos? Uh, so I actually got my start off as an as an intern uh, in 2012. Uh, I went to go get an internship, um, all lined up my senior year at UWF, and uh, they came out with all this paperwork for for a TV station, and I just I really wasn't that interested in that. Uh, the the team was brand new, the stadium hadn't been completed yet; they were still in the process of building it. Um, and so uh, I got in contact with broadcaster Tommy Thrall. Uh, to be his intern, and when I called uh, the office, which at the time was at, I believe, the Rhodes Building downtown on, uh, Je- was it Jefferson? I think it was on Jefferson. I think so. And um, I went uh, when I called down there, I actually got my, my boss, uh, Andrew uh, Dimsky, who was the creative service manager, and I was saying, hey, I'm from the communications department, I'm, you know, I'm looking to be an intern and all that, I'm, got, I'm focusing in video and stuff like that, and I was like, is Tommy Thrall there? And he's like, I don't think you want to talk to him. I think you want to talk to me. So I went down there with my long hair, uh, did an interview. I'm pretty sure uh, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure Bruce kind of probably looked at me strange with my long hair. And, um, yeah, I, I started on it as an intern. And then uh, I worked during the off offseason uh, after my internship was completed and went and became the trainee in 2013. And then uh, my boss, Andrew, left, uh, I think, the second week of the season kind of took over from there so that's that's how we ended up here now this is your third season i believe as manager what's been different about this year compared to years past uh this year is 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 the staff you know is the staff that we have um primarily uh up in the up in the production room you know everybody has 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 another year of experience um, we've really vetted where where the where people are 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 most comfortable and where they can they can be the best and uh, also too, you know they've done a great job at finding new processes, new ways for us to do things, easier ways to do things. You know how we did our show in 2013 and 2014 and even 2015 is a lot different than how we did it this year. Um, I think each year we evolve. Uh, down on the field, we had a couple of great. Uh, promotions uh, trainees who probably are going to giggle their way through an interview with you uh, coming up here shortly. Um, if they haven't heard it already. Yeah, if they haven't already. Uh, they, we had, they were able to kind of take a, a, a tougher job, and that's coordinating promotions, um, this really big promotion schedule. I think we had something in the range of like 50 to 55 different theme nights and promotions and giveaways and all that stuff uh, throughout our 70 game season. They're able to kind of uh, focus on which ones were going to be overly successful, which ones we could pour, you know, some extra resources into to make really cool. And, you know, we came out on top with a with with Sports Illustrator ranking us the uh, ranking prices right night, the fifth best theme night in 2016. That's just outstanding. It's a big uh, deal for the promotions department. I mean, it's it's really it's it was it was really an exciting moment. Kind of going back to the staff, I think the new members, new camera ops, new clips operator, I think they've 
they fit in very quickly. They pick things up very quickly. Yeah, it you know, it was something that 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 I noticed start happening. I think word of mouth is starting to get around uh, from camera ops to freelance guys and everything because the 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 crop of incoming uh, new hires are so skilled and have a lot of um, desire and uh, and engagement to go out there and 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 do the best job that they can and 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 they're coming with us with already a pretty strong skill set which which is something you know uh i mean derek you remember in 2013 we had we had four of you guys you know mm-hmm. the first year that you worked there, there was four camera operators and that's all we had you know so to have now you know a pretty deep list of of skilled camera operators that we could go to um it means that that you're just getting a consistent show night after night Moving on to the promotion side of things. Yeah. You mentioned Price is Right, mm-hmm. ranked number five best promotion in minor league baseball by Sports Illustrated. Besides that, what were some of your favorite theme nights that we did? So this was a year where I really got into the theme nights. Um, you know, I, I really took ownership to a lot of the promotions that we had going on. Uh, when, when we started developing them back in uh, November of 2015. Um, some of my favorite ones that I think that we did great on was obviously Price is Right Night. Um, Ice Flyers Night was amazing. All, those, all, the, all, the, all the people over at, at the base center on the, the Ice Flyers um, helped us out, and we were able to do a really cool cross-promote where we took a whole bunch of Blue Wahoo stuff over there during their game. They took a, brought over a, a lot of Ice Flyer stuff. I think it was a really cool uh, kind of bonding moment there. Um, uh, but then, you know, I, to me, I like the little the little weird things that we do, uh, like the potato video. Pretzel uh, night. Pretzel night, you know, the eat a pretzel. Uh, one of my favorite things this year was, obviously, I, I was Slimer for Ghostbusters, which was you know, really, really cool to do. But one of my favorite things was, I think it was the second, first homestand or second homestand, I can't remember off the top of my head. We had End of Prohibition Night. It was a Thirsty Thursday, or a Throwback Thursday, excuse me. Um, and uh, and we had a little kid who was from PLT, and uh, the, he was all dressed up uh, uh, like a little newsy kid, and he had a newspaper. And, I mean, this kid was so jazzed about coming out to the ball game and playing this little newsy kid. He stood on the stairs and, extra, extra, read all about it. Blue Wahoos are playing the Jacksonville Suns. And, I mean, he got into it. He went and did the play ball kid. He did all that stuff. Uh, and it, I just thought it was a really cool thing. Um, you know, here's this this probably 10-year-old kid is is out there acting and, and helping us put on a, a pretty cool promotion. And we had a lot of help from uh, Pensacola Little Theater, which – which really helped out on, on, on a few of those theme nights um, to really kind of get the feel, the sense of, of what we were trying to uh, promote. What are some theme nights you'd like to see for next season? Oh, man. That is a, that's a tough question. Is it too early for a Roger Dorn night? It's never too early for a Roger <laughs> Dorn night. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Dive for it? What do you it? want me to do? Dive for it? I liked it better when you were just a ball player, Derek. Um <laughs> Uh, I, I would actually, I would like to see us expand on some of, some of the theme nights, um, I've thrown out there. Obviously I haven't looked at what anniversaries are coming up. Um, but to, to really hit on, hit on what we did with prices right now, which is think up of ideas that are, are practical, you know, uh, a lot of the times, you know, star Wars night is, is always successful, but 
you know, you, you think about Star Wars night, it's, it's very sci-fi, it's very, um, you know, digital in a right. way, you know? And so how do you bring that practical nature to the ballpark? It's yes, we have the video board, but, uh, I always like try not to use the video board as a crutch, just as another part of the layer. Um, so thinking of, uh, thinking of, of cool theme nights, you know, really, I haven't even really thought about it. I, I, I don't even really, you know, I, I want to say, I want to say interstellar night. And I know that's, that's going to be cause that's going to, why are you sighing Derek? I want it right after star Wars night. I want Matthew McConaughey. I want Matt Tars. I want Matt Damon. Having a giant Tars like at the top of the that steps would be, cool, be pretty right? cool. I'll, I'll give you that one. I'll be Tars. Be an interesting, I, yeah, be an interesting outfit. <laughs> yeah, but I think there's some cool things. I, I'd love to take a look at some more game shows. I think that's just Price's Night Right was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Um, you can ask. Make sure you ask uh, Melky about the set designs, set pieces. They love me. There were some pretty pieces. elaborate set pieces. Oh, love set pieces. Last question. We always like to do in our post-game meeting, we do takeaways. <laughs> what is your takeaway from the 2016 season? Uh, lock the door and keep Derek out of the press box. Why? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, uh, my takeaway for this season was, you know, that every year you make a little bit more progress and uh, you just got to keep coming up with new ideas and and uh, really uh, trusting your staff to to get you to the place that, that you want to get. You can't do it all by by yourself. Um, you really got to put in the, the trust and the time to to train up everybody and uh, get them to that point. Like I said, we had a we had a very engaged staff this year who who wanted us to succeed that would go out of the extra mile to go find video clips, to go find music, to go find, uh, you know, promotional things and, and all the weird stuff. So, uh, you know, surrounding yourself with people who, who are working towards the common goal um, was successful for us uh, this year. And so building on that is what is what I want to do. Sitting here with the Pensacola Blue Wahoos media and public relations manager, Miss Mary Jane Gardner. Mary Jane, welcome back. Thank you, Mr. Derek Diamond. So this is your first, I guess, full season with the Wahoos. You started last year in February, correct? So you kind of came in towards the end of preseason. Um, how has it been working with the Wahoos for a full calendar year plus more? Uh, it's been phenomenal. Um, getting to be here during the off season uh, this time around was so beneficial for me. I was able to get a jump start on a lot of things I wasn't able to last year. Um, and also allow me to get more comfortable in my role. Uh, last year, I wouldn't say I was overwhelmed, but it was a lot to learn, you know. Um, lots of things I didn't do at Florida State. And so I was able to learn and catch up, which made this year so much smoother for me. I was able to come in way better prepared for the season, and I knew a lot more what to expect. Like what specifically – what specifically about the off season helped you prepare? Like, was it specific things that you did? Yeah, you know, I was able to get a jump start on the record books, um, being able to have those updated from the previous year and build off of those. Um, a lot of it was also organizing uh, my office, getting things uh, better prepared, printing off old box scores so that way those are easy to access whenever we're looking up stats during the game. 
and just you know getting to learn a lot more about what the other departments do i i got to go up to uh, winter meetings and spend time with denise our merchandise manager and i was really able to learn what she does and so that helps me because i can say you know i'm not just posting something on facebook to you know sell a t-shirt i'm like wow denise is really you know she's very talented in what she does she sits down she meets with agents she meets with you know her contacts at these you know different companies comes with designs and then brings something to the store that fans really want now something that um, I did want to ask for those who might be new to the show your role is media and public relations manager what exactly does that job entail for those of you that can't see me right now I'm currently sticking my straw in the drink and circling it around to prepare myself to think for the next answer, a la Derek Diamond. I have been known to do that on occasion, or just take a small sip. <laughs> well, I want to say the right thing. Of course, of course. Uh, media and public relations, I'm in charge of everything on our website, bluewahoos.com. I oversee all of our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and Periscope. Um, I also, any media questions that come up, anytime the media reaches out, if they want credentials, if they're wanting interviews or pictures or anything, I, I help that, um, pushing the stories to the media. You know, if we have a player that has a really cool story or somebody in the staff that has a cool story, I'm going to send it to them and reach out to them about it. I also have the, I guess it's a little bit different than some other people in the office is I get to work a lot with the team. I, I get to work a lot on the baseball side of things. I'm over our rosters, our transactions, all of our stats, the box scores, the official score. And so um, I, I get to work very closely with the team and the manager, Pat Kelly. And it's been kind of cool because, you know, we're we're not really on the baseball side of it. We're in, you know, production, merchandising. But one cool thing about this year compared to years past is that the team is pretty good I mean, we won the first half could possibly win the second do you think that's been a good like I won't say morale booster but it's kind of helped the atmosphere being that you know the team's in pretty high contention absolutely you know our staff does an amazing job you know the flight squad our ushers do a great job of welcoming people but when somebody hits a grand slam you know a walk-off win something like that the crowd's excited. Fans are pumped. You know, more. It's just a very exciting environment, and it just makes it a lot more fun to work with it too. You know, I think this year has been so much more enjoyable. Um, I think our team has very good chemistry. Anytime I'm down there with them, they're just so excited to be with each other. They're so excited to be playing baseball, and it's it's just a great environment for the players and our staff this year. What's been your favorite moment from this season? My favorite moment from this season. It can uh, be something that happened on the field. It could be something, you know, in the front office. Just your your personal favorite moment from the 2016 season. Um, this one is definitely pretty high up there. It was our July 3rd game. So um, every year, July 3rd, that's our big Independence Day show. You know, we have like about a 14, 16-minute fireworks show, right? It was closer to 20 this year. Yeah. It was around 17 or 18. Yeah, and so one of the really cool things that we do is we let our players go on the fields with their families. And so I, after post-game interviews, I walked out into the dugout, and I look over the railing, and I see all the players out there. 
But I saw all the players out there with like their babies, their wives, their girlfriends. And it was just really cool for, for the guys that didn't have kids. You know, they're reaching over and grabbing like El Hodge's daughter and like lifting her up and tickling her. And it was just such a really cool environment to be like, wow, this is such a family here. And that's the same thing with our front office. You know, Ray Sierra, our groundskeeper, he brings his daughter in here all the time, Karma. Mm-hmm. And she's fabulous. You know, she just comes up, gives you a hug, shouts your name, draws you pictures. And it's just such a great family environment. No, I would totally agree with that. That's a very good moment. Well, thank you. So one last thing that I did want to ask you, you do stuff outside of the Blue Wahoos as well. You do uh, media for the new candy shop downtown, Bubba's Sweet Spot. Now, how did you get into that, and what do you do for Bubba's Sweet Spot? Yeah, well, it came through um, Jonathan Griffith. He's the president of both the Blue Wahoos and the Stewart Family of Shops and Bubba's Sweet Spot. And since I did it for the team, it just made sense for me to do it with Bubba's Sweet Spot as well. And it's something I really wanted to be involved as well, you know. My who knows what my future may hold if it's working in baseball or somewhere else, and so I thought this would be a great experience for something not in sports. Um, so right now I'm doing a lot, a lot of work with the website, social media. Um, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. You know, the the cool thing with that is with Bubba Watson. You know, we have a lot of potential for it to get some really great exposure you know with the golf channel and stuff like that it's it's been very cool it's been um definitely a learning experience um something you know when i worked at florida state stuff was already built when i worked here at blue wahoo's things were already built but with bubba sweet spot being so so new i gotta start a lot of things i gotta start the facebook page i gotta start the twitter account and so you know going on there and getting access to the google pages and the yelp pages for the store and everything like that so it's been a really fun experience I got to work in baseball and candy. Who who wouldn't love that? Yeah, exactly. Um, what is one thing that you would like to see uh, for next season? Maybe like a particular theme night or something you think that we could improve upon? Something just in general that you would like to see for the 2017 season? You know, me and you right here are huge Marvel fans. That's true. I think we should have a Marvel night with superhero uh, jerseys. That would be awesome. Right? I would totally bid on one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I would give my girlfriend my card and say, bid away. <laughs> <laughs> what, what one would you want? Which superhero? Uh, if there was a Spider-Man one, I'd absolutely go with that one. Well, I kind of want the Spider-Man myself. My name's Mary Jane. That is true. You're going to have to take You'd have four. to change your last name to Watson, though. That would be fantastic. <laughs> uh, thanks, Mary Jane. Hey, thank you, Derek. And before I go, not only do I work the Blue Wahoos and Bubba Sweet Spot, I also help out your friends at the Unicorn Wranglers. Close personal, cool. as I say in the open. Yes, close <laughs> personal friends. Yeah, you are their publicist as well. So I try. Yeah. Thanks, MJ. Thank you, Derek. Sitting here at Blue Wahoo Stadium with one of my special guests, Executive Chef Travis Wilson. Chef, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me back. So... It's fifth season. We're recording this the day of the very last game. How's this year been for you? It's been a long grind just because it is the fifth season. Um, We've had some adversity to overcome with staffing and whatnot. But like you said, this this is my 350th game. So it's kind of like second nature to me. It's crazy to look at it that way. 350 games. Not counting, you know, the the college games and stuff like that. Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty wild. 350 Wahoo games. That's nuts. 
Now, for those who you know might be new to the show, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like you've said, you've been here since the beginning. Are you a lifelong Pensacola native? I pretty much am. I was almost born on Pensacola Beach. My mom was at the beach, and then she delivered me about six hours later. Wow. Yeah. Are so you a big beach fan because of that? I'm a huge beach fan. I'm a, I'm a beach bum whenever I can get a chance to get out there. But then um, we moved back up north where my family's from for a few years, and then I lived in South Carolina, and then we moved back here in 1994, and I've been back ever since. So, let's see, 94, so a little over 20 years. Pretty much my whole life because I don't remember being – you know, right, four and right, five. Right. Now, how did you get the job here? I actually was a sous chef at this restaurant named Elise with Chris Voorhees, who was the chef there. And there was some ownership scuffles, and they closed the restaurant on us kind of out of nowhere. And he got the job here, and he gave me a call, said, hey, you want to come work at the baseball stadium? And I said, I've never done that. He said, me neither. And so we just kind of jumped in. It's kind of first. a learning experience together. Oh, absolutely. That first year was intimidating, exhilarating, all the ings you could think of. That's what I've heard because I've only been here since the second season, but I've heard the first year was like its own separate entity. Oh, yeah, it really was. It had a life of its own. I mean, just 2012, if you look at the book they made, like you can see just how how different it is now than it was then. Yeah. Now, one cool thing that you get to do is you make the homestand specials for, you know, featured food of the homestand. And that's to me, is kind of unique because you guys make unique food compared to any other ballpark. How did the idea come about for you to start doing these featured food specials? Well, in 2012, we kind of joked around and we made a special for Billy Hamilton the Billy Ham and Cheese, and it was really popular. And so 2013, we kind of toyed around with, you know, doing specials named after players. And so we had the Fresh Pin- the Fresh Prince something for the guy who was from Philly, and then we had the Ryan Lamarinara meatball sub. Mm-hmm. And so from there, they really took off. And then 2014 is when Chris and I, mostly him, kind of introduced this Eat Your Opponent. You know, that's the mindset behind it. And then last year really stepped it up a notch. And this year really tried to bring gourmet style specials to, you know, the baseball stadium. And people have really enjoyed them. Well, the cool thing is, like you said, it's kind of modeled after the visiting team. Like you had the Rise and Shine Burger with the Montgomery Biscuits and so many other ones. Uh, What are some of your favorites? Uh, One of my favorites this year was the first one we did, the Havana Nachos for the Miami Marlins affiliate in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Those are fantastic because it was a Cuban turned into nachos, and everything about them was just a flavor bomb, in my opinion. I also like the Big Slick, the shortbread grilled cheese we did for mm-hmm. Biloxi. And to me, honestly, I haven't had a terrible homestand special ever since I've been here. Like They're all really good. I always try to get one, you know, at least one a homestand just to try it out. And I got to say... It's not just because it's the newest one, but the Sunset Wings are really good. It's like there's a little bit of kick to them, but also kind of a sweet flavor. And I love that combination in a wing sauce, and it's very, very good. And they were baked and grilled, so yes. they don't they don't touch the fryer. But even if you had a terrible one, you probably wouldn't tell me, and that's okay. <laughs> so do you have any early plans for food specials for next season? You know, next season I'm 
contemplating not doing the eat your opponent so much and just kind of doing awesome specials that are just unique not just the pensacola because i did that with the last home Cine special with the uh chipotle and orange glazed mm-hmm. shrimp over the spanish rice to celebrate our spanish heritage but i don't know it's just some things are hit or miss and things that i really enjoy special wise they just people just didn't flock to them so it's kind of disappointing when something you really like doesn't sell and something it's kind of not easy but burgers any special burger will usually sell well and it's kind of uh taking the the easy button you know like just mashing it well, I mean, that. one thing you guys do now is you have the Bud and Burger cart that's out there with gourmet style burgers, and they're they're all really good too. I remember you making the, you know, like the sampler platter before the season started that had four or five different ones at least. Yeah, and what happened beginning of the season, they all flocked to the one type, so I had to take the other two off, which I was more proud of because the one people love is spinach, mushrooms, provolone, mm-hmm. not like plain, but you know. But the other ones with the uh, black pepper bacon, pimento cheese, I was really excited about those, but they didn't sell. And so now we kind of introduced the Main Street as the mainstay and then kind of one or two that every rotate. couple of homestands, yeah, that are new. I love the Big Red Burger. There was a lot on it, but it was good. Yeah, it, it was a play on buffalo wings, I guess you say, with the pork belly, the buffalo sauce, the blue cheese. and Yeah, now I'm hungry again. <laughs> <laughs> I might be able to whip some up. Yeah. Uh, last question, favorite moment from the season this year? It could be related to the team or just you know something like from your personal expense. Favorite moment from the 2016 season? Um, that's a tough one considering we're still in it. But I did enjoy, I guess it's not really a moment, but it's when fans will stop me because a lot of people still don't understand why there is an executive chef at a baseball stadium. They think I'm back there, you know, dropping chicken tenders and stuff, which I will. But when fans stop me and tell me, hey, man, we were in Hancock last night and that was like the best pasta I ever had. Or when they stop me and say, hey, that homestand special is great. So when the fans actually interact with me and realize that there's a reason for me to be here, that makes me feel, you know, appreciated or validated, you know. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Well, Chef, thanks for stopping by. Absolutely. No problem. Sitting here with not one, but two guests. Collectively, they're known as Melky around the ballpark, but they are promotions trainees Mel Bruce and Kelsey Hoffman. Guys, how's it going? Good. (laughs) It's great. And the giggles have already started. (laughs) So let's start off. We'll start off with some easy questions. Um, How did you guys get the job here? Kelsey has a really great story about how she got the job here at the White House. Um, my dad's worked here for five years as an EMT, and he mentioned that I was in town, and Dick Baker offered me a job. Oh, I applied when I was like a sophomore to be like an intern, and then I applied again as a junior, and then I finally applied as a senior, and I got a trainee position, but it turned out that it was really great, and Dick Baker now loves me after I stalked him on the email for several years. Now, what exactly do you guys do? Your job is you know, promotions, flight squad coordinator. What exactly goes into your jobs? Well, I guess our most recognized thing is we direct all the on-field activities from pregame through the end of the show. So lots of fun things like Whataburger French Fry Fling to the Roach Run to Cap Shuffle, getting contestants, booking national anthems, theme nights. Oh, theme nights, yeah. 
developing theme nights, booking, performing acts on Sundays, all sorts of random fun things, fun coordinators at the Blue Wahoo Stadium. Now, what's cool is Sports Illustrated actually voted Prices Right Night, which we did back in July, as the number five best promotion in minor league baseball. So what was your guys' reactions when you found that out? We were super excited. That was probably one of our favorite theme nights from this year that we've done because of all the hard work that we put into it, and to see it pay off was awesome. Now, what exactly did you guys do for Prices Right Night? Prices Right Night had different um, Prices Right themed games like Hole in One, Human Plinko, Cliffhanger, and then we had contestants play each of those games, and the top two contestants went on to the showcase showdown after they passed the the money wheel um, phase of the night. And we had uh, backdrops throughout the whole thing, and Bob Barker may have shown up and a much younger self, but uh, it was great. It was lots of fun. Now, besides Price's Right Night, what have been some of the other favorite theme nights that you guys have done? Uh, probably Mullet Night. That was fun as well, having people come out and want to actually throw mullets around and get all into the changing of the entire ballpark pretty much. I liked Ice Flyers Night too though and Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is my favorite because uh, we may have had our, our lovely boss Adam in the Slimer suit at one point and he was gross and sweaty and enjoyed every minute of it and loved watching him act a fool on the field. And he beat me in steps that day too. Well... He earned it that time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Um, kind of an early question for next season. What is one theme night that you guys would like to do for next year? Downtown Dave theme night. Yes. 100%. Hawaiian shirt jerseys, Downtown Dave bobblehead, Downtown Dave everything. I think the down- Downtown Dave jerseys would be huge. People would freak. Uh, last question. Favorite moment from this season? I think my favorite moment is having Scott sing the national anthem. One time we told him that there was a national anthem and he just randomly started auditioning from his office, which sits right behind ours. And it was pretty great. And uh, maybe him also doing the Myron Noodleman dance was also pretty great as well. Well, thanks guys for stopping by. Thanks, Derek. Thanks, Derek. Now, can I ask you questions? Sure. All right, so here we are on the uh, Adam Waldron experience. My guest, uh, Derek Diamond, uh, creative services assistant for the Blue Wahoos. Now, Derek, uh, you want to say hello? Hello. So go ahead, and uh, this is your first year as uh, a, a full-time front office uh, staff member. What what is your what is your highlight? Um. I don't know if I would call it a highlight, but I know the biggest change for me was in mid-May, I got a text message saying, I'm probably not going to be into work today. I've been throwing up all night. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, that means I'd have to do everything. I have to coordinate all the pregame stuff. I have to manage everything. And I'd never really done that before. The part that freaked me out the most was getting the players on the field and the national anthem, just because I had never timed that before. Mm. But after doing it, you know, now it's it's kind of second nature. So that was kind of the big thing, is actually getting to run things for a few days was uh, was very different, but I enjoyed it. Well, it was no walk in the park for me, um, who was throwing up. I did check on you on a regular yes, basis. Thank though. you for that. Yeah. It got me through the long nights. But no, I think just having, you know, more more responsibilities and 
you know, obviously like having, I won't say more freedom, but getting to delve into more like making signage and making more animations and things like that. Just kind of progressing. Taking it's a look, cool. taking a look at next year, 2017. What are you looking to make uh, make the most impact in? I actually kind of want to delve more into helping with theme nights because mm-hmm. I dealt more with the production side of stuff this year. I think maybe expanding a little bit would be good. Thank you, Derek, for uh, joining me on on my two and a half minute podcast. That was a pleasure. My thanks again to everyone who took a few minutes out of their day to tell me a little bit about what they do with the Blue Wahoos. And we'll be back next week with part two with some more front office staff members from the Pensacola Blue Wahoos. But until then, you can check out past episodes of this show on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Just search for The Derek Diamond Experience. You can also follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter. My personal page is at Derek underscore Diamond. The show page is at DDE underscore podcast. And of course, check out Facebook. Just search for The Derek Diamond Experience. And that's all I've got, so enjoy the rest of your week. Have a safe and fun weekend. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Derek Diamond Experience. I am your host, Derek Diamond, and we'll see you guys back here next Thursday. Thank you.